to start, we'll just have you tell us your full name and where we are right now, and whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm Carolyn Obrick Houchen. Um, my full name is Kimberly Anderson Stead. Maurice Powers in Savannah, Georgia. I'm S.R. Banks from Rochester, New York. My name is Dr. Jonathan Vlashuk. So my name is Sharina Zayed, and we are in Slavic Village. Colton Clay, and we're in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. I'm Adam Scher with the Nomadic Photo Arc. This is Portrait of Us, a living, transforming, and growing collection of people's stories from throughout the United States. For more information, visit nomadicphotoarc.com. Today we will hear from Tom and Fritz of North Hero, Vermont. We spoke with them on the plot of land that their family has been spending summers on since the late 1800s. That kind of generational history was not uncommon in this town of about 600 people. We're at the U.S. Tennis Open about 20, oh, 25 years ago. I had to go to the men's room, and a man came next to me, and I looked at him, and he was, it's Walter Conkright. And I said, after you finish and wash your hands, I'd like to shake your hand. So <laughs> then, he, then, he, uh, then he interviewed you, huh? <laughs> nice, nice man. <laughs> nice, nice man. I am Tom Mensch in North Hero, Vermont. And I am Fritz Mensch, also located in North Hero, Vermont. Virtually every summer, with the exception of the military or college jobs or what have you, uh, we'd be here. We grew up right here with, fortunately, the older generation, which was phenomenal for us. Well, it all started with our great uncle Otto von Schroeder. In 1879, he graduated from Columbia Law School. And his best friend and roommate was a man by the name of Julius Seymour. And Julius Seymour was from St. Albans, Vermont, right across the, the lake here. And his father, Julius Seymour Sr., was president of the St. Albans Bank when the Confederates uh, invaded St. Albans and robbed his bank and two other banks and went back to Canada. But anyway, his son, Julius Seymour, said to Uncle Otto, go home, get squared away, get organized, but come back to Vermont for at least two or three weeks. We've got the greatest fishing camp in the world in North Hero, Vermont. How in heaven's name he got here from St. Louis, Missouri, I have no idea. But he got here and he fell in love with the area. Absolutely fell in love. And he decided that he was gonna build on the point where my wife and I, Liz and I, are now. And that was all completed in 1882. I guess in the early 1900s, he asked his sister, Julie Von Schroeder Hodson, H-O-D-G-S-O-N, to come up and visit. And she and her husband, Albin, readily accepted, and they came up here. And I should give you a little history. Albin Chase Hodson was the first Confederate accepted to the United States Naval Academy, Annapolis, after the Civil War. The Big Ran, as we called her, uh, lived to the right age of 93 or 4. 
they came up and they visited and they said, oh, this is paradise, this is heaven. We want to build here. There's a smaller version of this building we're sitting in now, but pretty much the same. Yeah, exciting life. It really it was a tremendous experience. You know, yeah. something that Tom and myself, uh, you know, really cherish having yeah. been here and lived through that. I was born in July of '32, so I didn't make it that summer. But every summer after that, yeah. I was always, always here. Learned so much about life. True. So much about uh, people, uh, the value of work, and our grandmother taught us very young in life, if a job's worth doing, it's worth doing correctly. You know, the value of good food. In, in those days, uh, there was uh, once a week um, C.P. Ryan, C. Ryan, who, 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 who was a butcher from Burlington, he had a meat truck, and he made the rounds through the island. And my, my grandmother got there and she sorted all the food and everything. So that was an experience. And he came up with the liver and the tongue and the kidneys and the brains and sweetbreads and Lord knows what. But, but that was a way of life and a great learning experience. Great learning experience. Yeah, which was very, very nice. It was very nice. You know, great stories. Like we talk about our great grandmother, who was the wife of Captain Hodgson, who built this. And during the days of Prohibition, they would all jump in the car and drive to Canada, Quebec, and uh, she always wore, you know, long black dresses and everything, sat in the back seat, and so they'd bring the bottles back and she'd hide them under her, her dress. In her bloomers. And so the customs guy, you know, respecting her age and her stature in life, you know, he wouldn't ask her to step out and be searched. Now, so that's how they got their liquor during the Prohibition. Yeah, but one day there was a new trainee and he asked her to stand and the Elastic and her bloomers <laughs> broke. <laughs> Instead of driving off and leaving all the liquor behind, they had a big party right yeah. at the customs station. <laughs> they had a banner right there at the customs, right at the borders. Uh, well, the times they had were unbelievable. It hasn't changed that much in my 88 years of being here. Uh, more, more housing, yes, more people. But fundamentally, it is basically still the same. It hasn't changed that much. I mean, you lived in Virginia and, and Connecticut and, mm -hmm. and, and Alabama during the service, and I was in the West Coast. You're very transient out there, but here you're very permanent. This is yeah. where the roots are. Yeah, definitely. No question about it. Yeah. That's it. Um, as I, I have three kids and eight grandchildren. And of those three kids, uh, two, two are very interested. But again, you know, they have so much in their life going other than Vermont. Uh, it worries me, you know, whether that will continue into that next generation, which are my kids and grandchildren. And I have four daughters, and they all love it. And they all want to be here as much as they can. <clears throat> but again, they're scattered. And whether or not any of them will be able to handle it financially after I'm gone is a, a good question. And I think a lot of situations like this, and I've seen them, you've seen them, where um, it's passing from one generation to another. We're going the seventh generation here. Unfortunately, cannot afford to maintain the property. And you, you see that perhaps more often as a reason they don't continue, the reason they can't access it this easily. Personally, I sort of take it for granted, you know, because I grew up here. I say, you know, this is it. It's a wonderful thing. And unfortunately, we're able to pass it on to our children and grandchildren. And uh... um, of our family, 
my great-grandfather, Captain Hodgson, he died in Vermont, he died in Burlington. Uh, our grandfather, Tom Covert, he died in the second cabin. Um, my great-grandmother died at the age of 92 in the back room here, all in North Hero. And then our aunt, she died also in Vermont. Now she sort of willed her way to come from Florida to Vermont, supposed to be a two-week vacation. Yeah. And uh, she came healthy off the plane and she died up here. Gives you respect more than anything else yeah. for those who were before us and what they did and so forth. And we're, we're trying our best to uh, honor them by keeping things going and maintaining things. Yeah. It's a labor of love, but worth every... Yeah, it's a lot of work. Every drop of sweat. That was Tom and Fritz, who we spoke with in North Hero, Vermont, one of the very first communities that we ever documented for Portrait of Us. If you enjoyed their story, we have more from North Hero and other locations up on our website, nomadicphotoarc.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at nomadicphotoarc. And as always, if you enjoyed today's show, please consider sharing it on your own social media. Because you started telling us about this chair. Can you just tell us about that chair again, the rocking chair that you're sitting in? I'm sitting in Big Rand's rocking chair, and it dates back over, well over 100 years, and it's still going strong. Have you sat in it? No, I haven't. Yet. Well, why don't you sit here? And you, <laughs> I'll she, give it a try. You give it a try and see what you